Welcome to the Bifocal Podcast with John White and Jason Himmelstein, where we talk about business intelligence and the Microsoft stack with news, interviews, and expert opinions from around the space. This is episode 199, recorded on July 16th, 2021, where John and Jason talk to the Microsoft Power Platform 2021 Release Wave 2 plan and some other bits and bobs. Good morning, Jason. How are you today? Doing really, really well. Excellent. Can you tell the kids are away at camp? (laughs) You seem more relaxed. I didn't really put two and two together on that, but I think I know why now. Yeah, it's like... uh, 120 pounds and 70 pounds are off my shoulders for just a little bit, you know? <laughs> Excellent stuff. Excellent stuff. Oh, I'm sure they're terribly. having fun. They're yes. having a oh, blast. Yeah. We, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah, get to see yeah. pictures and all that, which is perfect. But uh, yeah, it's been been pretty busy since we dropped them off. And it's just, it's really nice that they're enjoying themselves without... Having to be entertained here. By you, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, I understand this fully. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, episode 199, my friend. We're, yep. uh, we're on the precipice of uh, of a new front digit. Of two century, man. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, we've been doing this a while. I, well, I think. and uh, the next one we do will be, that's not, maybe, well, that's next week. So we may we may just uh, hang on until we see each other in person. Yeah, I think we should do that. I think uh, we're going to drop this in next week, which is great. And then we're going to be together in Chicago for <laughs> SharePoint Fest. I'm, they're letting me out of my cage. <laughs> Be everybody be afraid. I am terrified. <laughs> yeah. But if when we rejoin this for episode 200, if I sound like I've had the life squeezed out of me and I have broken ribs, <laughs> it's highly likely. John's a big hugger and he hugs hard. So it's been a while. Looking forward to seeing you, buddy. It's going to be great. We're yeah. going to do episode 200 as a, you know, a recorded live from Chicago with the community friends together. You know, all the cool folks that are hanging out at SharePoint Fest. We're going to just ask people to come join in and, you know, talk a little bit about what the world looks like being back together. And yeah, we're going to get a, a roving band of different folks to come have a chat. Might be a different kind of show. Yeah. Yeah. And while we're together, we're hoping that there will be a July desktop drop and service drop for us to, to talk about as well. So we'll, we'll record. Uh, two episodes there, most likely. Probably, and, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. jump them out in reasonable time frame. But uh, it's been a little bit of a slow news time because yeah. it's the middle of July. And, uh, you know, 4th of July here in the States is, you know, generally a time people like to take off. I know I enjoyed a week off. I know Canada Day, yep. uh, or excuse or as I prefer to call it, Oh Canada Day, which yeah. just before that, <laughs> you had some time off. So I know Microsoft, it's it's beautiful time of year up that way. You're into Microsoft, too. Yeah, yeah. Before the smoke sets in. Yeah. Uh, I, I can be honest and say I'm not going to be sad that I'm not there during the smoky season this year. No. Um, as much as I love going out to Washington, it looks like it's going to be a smoky season coming up. Yep. But uh, at the moment, there's a bit of news that we're going to talk through. Mm-hmm. Well, I say there's a bit of news. There's less news than I would have expected yeah. in this uh, particular topic area. And there's a hint about why. So we're going to get to that in a few minutes. But first, before we do that, let's go ahead and hear from our sponsors. This episode of the Bifocal Podcast is sponsored by Tigraph. 
the award-winning reporting and analytics platform for Office 365. Get the full picture of your Office 365 network by using TyGraph. See how customers leverage its actionable insights to better understand their organization's usage, collaboration, and adoption patterns. Try TyGraph today. Sign up for a free trial at TyGraph.com. So, John, one thing that we didn't do at the top of the show that we always have done, and uh, you know, I don't want to break the mold, how's the weather in Canada right now, my friend? How's the garden growing? The garden's doing amazingly. It's been relatively wet, but not really annoyingly so. We've gotten off quite a bit of rain. But it's nice, too. So I'm not complaining. Anytime you know, it's above zero here, I'm kind of happy. So yeah. I'm happy. I'm in the in the pool, you know. That's it's, it's good. It's good. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's lovely. It's been very odd here in Texas. We have not crested triple digits very often. I, the weather uh, person on the TV yesterday said I, that we hadn't at all this year. I was like, I'm pretty sure I've seen it twice. But for the most part, it has been a very temperate summer. You just sent it up north. Yeah. Yeah. And west and east, every place yeah. else but here has gotten obliterated by the heat. Yep. We've, you know, our aquifers up, like all the numbers are really good. It's been great here. Yeah. The mosquitoes have been pretty terrible. But other than that, you know, it's, it's been a great uh, weather summer. Cool. But uh, let's go ahead and dive right in. So just announced, I believe it was two days ago, mm-hmm. was the Microsoft Power Platform 2021 Release Wave 2 plan. Yes. The next semester. Yes. And it's once again reorganized. Yep. Yeah, of course. <laughs> We'd gone to a, a makers versus consumers model. Yeah. And now we've gone to a premium versus, versus pro, pro model. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I find that interesting because there's nothing about free. That's true. Only about premium and pro. Although we know that anything in pro that doesn't involve sharing will accrue to free. So I think we can just assume on some of that stuff. And I think that's a reasonable thing for us to assume, but I, I think it does get a little bit confusing for the average consumer of this information. So yeah. I'm, like, I'm glad we call that out that, you know, it's anytime you want to share, that's when you have to pay. Otherwise, you can be learning, you can be doing all of this great yeah. stuff in Power BI right up to that point. And all the cool trials, the PPU trial and all of those other things are still very much available to you as well. That's right. But let's dive in. John, I don't know. Do you want to start with Pro or do you want to start with Premium? Well, I, yeah, I, I start with Premium. We'll go in order of the uh, of, of the post itself. But I do want to I'd call out, I mean, you mentioned it seemed a little thin this month, right? And this month, this semester, I suppose. And it, I had this exactly the same impression. Now, it's it, there's lots of good stuff in here. Don't get me wrong. But it just struck me as not quite as heavy as it usually is. And, and stuff that we've seen demoed at Embass. That isn't in here. showing up yeah. in here. Here. That's like right. The stuff yeah. Amanda showed with the yeah. bookmarks and the navigation and the, and the new shapes and everything. It's not here. There's nothing here about paginated. There isn't. And, you know, it's like there's always something about that. So what's going on? Why is this stuff missing? Is, is it not coming in the next six months? Because this covers off October to, when is it? October to March 22. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's, that's a far ways out. Is it that they've done everything already in the space? No. No, no it's not possible. I don't think so. And I don't think we're going to see all of it before October either. 
So what's going on? I mean, some of that stuff from Embat. I jumped out to the Twitters to start snarking and making comments like, you know, we're known <laughs> like, to do. Like, like you do. But before I even got the chance... Chris Finland had to go and ruin that. Yeah, that's by normal. actually tweeting out, and he said in his tweet, "Some people wondered why there aren't any paginated reports items in the newly released Power Platform roadmap for Power and there BI." Are. Yeah, yeah. Turns out the multiple in parentheses items we're doing are being held for a big reveal later this year. So stay tuned. Smiley face. Yeah, exactly. Now, so Chris Millen doesn't put smiley faces in a lot of things. Not in anything. <laughs> you know, he's a smiley guy once you get uh, get through. But man, like this, uh, I'm excited to see what this reveal looks like. That hints at something. Well, yeah, that, and that's I, I don't know. Like we we were kind of talking about this before the show. I don't know that there's. You know, my first thought was ignite, but we don't know anything about ignite. There's, I mean, there might be an ignite that we're unaware of. But there's nothing been said. There might be, but there is no information out yeah. there at this point. Yeah. If you go out to ignite.microsoft.com, there's nothing about it. I haven't future. even heard any rumors or anything about it. So And you know, being as it's the it's July sixteenth, we're on day sixteen of the Microsoft fiscal year. Yeah. So I'm curious to see what happens, you know. The world reopening is a thing that has started very nicely. And then mm-hmm. damn Delta variant. We just saw California put back in place a uh, a mask mandate for indoors. Oh, really? Right? Yeah, yeah okay. that happened yesterday. And other things like that where stuff is starting to get a little hanky in certain areas, you know, but, you know, hopefully... We still start to see more opening and more reopening. Yeah. We're going out to Chicago. I'm going to Branson. Yeah. Yeah. We're planning to be in Germany. Like all of these things, it's going to be where the reopen. Like EY's offices are all reopened. We we have an expectation that people are starting to be in offices again. I was on the the local leadership call just the other day where it was, hey, we need to start getting people back together. We need to start doing the cultural fun stuff that remind people of their humanity and all of that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be interested to see if Microsoft decides to go the route of doing an in-person event for Ignite. I can't see it being in the fall, though. I just can't see it. I can't see it either. I think that you know, you got to secure funding for those things if you're yeah. a company. And the time frame, man, to put that together and make it happen? We would have heard some some form of a leak I would think at so. this point of a location or, you know, hey, somebody tweeting about visiting a venue and ran, like yeah. sparking it up. And, you know, but it's uh, I'll be interested to see what's going to happen, hopefully. And Chris talks about later this year. Yeah. You know, it could be that he's talking fiscal year, but I, I doubt it. I doubt it. But, you know, it is a well-known fact in the Power BI world that November is always a big month. There's a lot of drops happen at the very least, yeah. I don't know. When's Amir's birthday? Is it November? (laughs) I I don't don't know. I'm I'm curious, uh, you know? Yeah, yeah, maybe. There's no logical reason why it's been November for so long, but man, it has regularly been November that we see just massive amounts of announcements. So hopefully, maybe there's going to be something something. that they decide to do. I don't care if it's virtual or if it's in person to do a big announcement. Just give me stuff. I want some stuff. But it sounds like there's going to be a big event at uh, at some level in the fall. Big okay. reveal 
is Big what's said here. That's right, We're yeah. intuiting. Let's not put words in anybody else's mouth. That's right. Yep. There's going to be some form of an event, digital or in person. Yep. You know, and again, we're John and I are both saying we're more likely to see a digital than an in person. Think so. But man, it'd be really nice to see big announcements coming again. Yeah. That's sort of been the. I feel like it's been the cadence. Twice a year, we we get good news, and I want to I want to see that happen. Yeah. So, but let's talk more about what's on this roadmap. You mean let's stop speculating and talk about what we do know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's let's jump in. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, there's a bunch of good stuff coming. I guess we'll start off with the with premium features, and uh, just to comment on that. Of of course, when we talk about premium features, they're obviously all well in almost every case they're going to be available to premium per user, and I believe all the all the features we're going to talk about today are as well. So they're either co- you know you, no matter whether you're capacity based or per right. user based that these That's things should right. be available to you. That's right. Yeah, the first one I think is going to really matter to you, which is the Huge. ability to have multiple contributors for Power BI data flows, because right now there's one person can create and then edit the data flow at a time. Yep. And you use data flows. Yeah. Yeah. This is not a minor thing. This is a major inconvenience today for us because you never know if somebody's actively working. You have to stop. You have to go ping them, you know, and say, hey, are you using this? Uh, you know, if you don't get a response, I really need to make an update. You can overrun somebody and, and take it over. Bad yeah. Just things like a data can set. happen at this yeah. point, you know. Yeah. And, you know, now that we, we're starting to see deployment pipelines, for data flows and stuff like that, it's starting to get a little bit better. But even so, like, how does that all going to work? Like, I need multiple people to be able to make changes to a data flow if needed. And so this will be absolutely huge from my perspective to allow multiple editors. You know, I'm expecting there will still be a singular owner, mm-hmm. but this says Power BI users with at least contributor roles, we'll be able to edit data flows. Yep. Huge. Good. So, Well, you're going to have to wait a little while for it. It's not coming in preview until November, but, you know, it's still, that's only a few months out, so. Yep, I'll take it and run like the wind. The next one, and it's even further out for preview, March 2022, is uh, chargeback reporting for Power BI premium administrators. So yeah, this a, one. That's another one, yeah. This is one that I, I'll be happy to see. We, we had to sort of build our own. ADY for this type of stuff for invoicing and reporting and things like that. And I was playing with the uh, the template app yesterday for the Gen 2 capacity, yep. taking a look. And, you know, I'm going to be curious to see how granular I can get with this. It's pretty granular. From a chargeback perspective, mm-hmm. to be, you know, because the, the app itself gives me capability. But, John, does it only give you seven days worth of history? Well, yeah, well, that's the app. But you don't have to just restrict yourself to the app because, well, we'll get to that point here in just a few moments. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's nice because I can do that, but a chargeback capability suggests, you know, uh, hand, be able to be able to handle invoicing and things of that nature. That's right. To be able to, to allow for that. And, you know, in my world, I have single premium per capacity that I might have five different projects in, sure, but five different workspaces assigned to. This will, this should give me the ability to to say, you know what, this one used seventy percent, this yeah. one will use ten percent. So I'm going to charge those capabilities out that way. And I, I got to think it's a simple matter of being able to tag workspaces reports with a, some kind of a billing code, and then it'll use that. But you could, like you say, you could roll your own today. Well. In preview, at least, uh, over a long term. We'll get to that. Again, we'll get to that here in a second. But yeah. Are you drowning in spreadsheets? Are you gasping for a better reporting solution? Let Marquee Insights throw you a lifeline. 
they can help you chart a course to success with Power BI, then get underway quickly with one of their quick start solutions while learning the ropes from their experienced staff. If you're ready for reporting bliss, go to marqueeinsights.com and click the Get Started button and learn how they can help you make better, faster decisions with smarter data. Next one is improved refresh oversight for administrators in the in a refresh center. So by the way, the refresh center is a new concept to me. Yeah, me too. So good, because right now, if you want to know what's going on, you have to go down to each and every single data set and each and every single workspace to see what's happening. I mean, you can have alerts sent, which is good, of course, but there isn't one single place you can go and see what's going on on your refresh schedule. So this would be fantastic. And just the idea of having a so refresh actually, center. Actually, John, that's, that's not a true statement. In premium, you can like in you can go into the yeah. into the admin center and view it there. So that's yeah. probably what this is referring to because it's for administrators, yeah. right? But you have to know where to go find that yeah. and see it. And it's in my view, it's 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 not the easiest thing to get to, down to. It's not very granular. The thing that kicks to me is refresh center. Well, just got that's that's a whole pivot point. That what are you, what else are you going to hang around that? Yeah, you know, all the schedules. You know, because something that we do because we have to maintain a refresh for a whole pile of customers is we've got a matrix mm-hmm. that we have to keep, we maintain manually that has, for example, the schedule. When can we expect things to fire off? Not just uh, what's happening. I gotta wonder if there's something like that going in into a refresh center. That makes sense, right? Yeah, absolutely. That'd be a, a very very nice thing. Yeah, yeah. So the next one is something I played with already yeah. it's pretty 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 cool yeah and it speaks to what you were talking about before so and by the way the previous two items were both march 2022 in pre- public previews that's sort of the tail end yeah of this cycle so hopefully it, it makes it in so that's right sorry, that's, ahead. Ahead. no 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 problem so you were you were mentioning before though when you use the uh the capacity-based app that you get uh seven days of data and that's true yep. but in preview now is the ability to export that that data into your own data store. It's a basically you're going to get a uh, an Azure storage account and you're going to stream out all of that data uh, to that account. And it's essentially at the end of the day, it's essentially it's the analysis services logs that get streamed out. And then when you do that, of course, you can keep that data as long as you want. So it's pretty, and you can do whatever you want from a reporting standpoint. So you're not connecting that app, right? That that capacity usage app. You're not connecting that to this data. You're going to have to go build your own reports. But you're going to have your own data to do that with. So that's something that uh, we've been salivating around and been playing with a fair bit. So yeah, it's good. There is, by the way, there there is a default report that uh, that comes along with it that you can use to uh, connect to that data and and, uh, and visualize it right off the bat. So, but you can you can customize that to your heart's content. Well, I'd like something that just works out of the box where I just click the button and shows, yeah. shows me the the thing. But hey, yeah, you know, at least. Being able to keep two years worth of logs is a is a positive thing, and then I assume you're gonna you can take that and do whatever you want with the that storage account as well, and say, yeah, you know, absolutely, I'm move this to a seven year. Yeah, you know? it's just an Azure storage account, so you can do whatever you want. You can have that data automatically ingested into Azure Data Explorer, in as it happens. If you wanted to play with it that way, and you know, if you want to put some more compute engine, or, or you can drop, you know, some whatever else, whatever other kind of compute engine on top of that data. You can do whatever you want with it. It's well, just data. Just looking at the feature details here, it's it's talking about by integrating with log analytics, as yep. administrators and, and, and workspace owners get detailed real-time historical metrics. And then it talks to 
historical data is maintained for up to two years and uses yeah. functionality in Azure for alerting and more. The metrics are utilized are visualized by using a Power BI template app, and the following data points are available. That's and, right. You know, it talks about the Gen two utilization app. So it sounds like it is plumbed. Yep. If you turn this capability on, or when you turn this capability on, to be able to leverage the template app. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It. But not, but not that template app. Not the one that you're talking about. So you get that general capacity app. This is a different template app. It's for this specifically because it, the the data source is a bit different. It's going to get I don't know, your. Because it, it specifically calls out the name here, John. Where if you look at the feature details down below here, Power BI Premium Gen two utilization. That is the name of the app I was looking at yesterday that only did seven days. Well, that's, a, that's an open question because there are two apps, one of which you, you basically provide your, well, it's the, unless it's changed on me, the, yeah, the, you provide your it's tenant be, ID. Yeah, This yeah. will be something, this is a, uh, let's watch this space come October. I think we'll be revisiting yeah. this conversation. This is why we like having this conversation about these things because it's it's fun to speculate and think about what they're telling us in, these, in this article, in this roadmap, and then to be able to drill down and see what happens when it actually comes to fruition. So, yeah, in addition to just that, uh, that Azure, uh, that an, uh, analysis services log, we're getting the audit log stuff. Uh, it's either in there now or coming soon. The version I used did not have that in there yet, but uh, not sure if it's in, in there in preview or if it's coming before October. But, you know, it's pretty quick cycle. We got the preview in June and general availability is October 2021. So this is really good stuff. Yeah, I'm excited to take a look. Mm -hmm. So uh, let's take a look at the next one, which is automatic aggregations. This feels like a clicky, clicky, draggy, droppy Christian Wade kind of a thing. Well, but of course it is. This uh, Christian showed this at, uh, at MBAS this year. This is seriously, seriously cool. If anybody, I'm going to just reference the aggregations feature in Power BI. And quickly what that lets you do is create a detail table using direct query back to a data source. And then you can have an imported table that's pulling in aggregated data. So if you know what, what measures you're going to want to aggregate, you can create a table that's going to obviously be a whole lot smaller. So you can bring it into import and then faster, but the model knows when it can use the aggregate table and it knows when it has to revert to direct query to go and get detail when you want to get more granular than that aggregate table lets you do. Great. Mm -hmm. It requires, it's hard, it's, it takes a lot of design right now you, when you're building your report, et cetera, et cetera. This will just let you do it automatically. You just turn it on and it'll bring stuff in and you don't have to worry about how it works. It's just going to work. And it's really, really cool. Is this is this sort of like the GitHub uh, autopilot? I don't know the all GitHub of our autopilot. Devs are, 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 all of our dev friends are whinging about right now. Oh, is that right? Like, it writes code for you. Oh, and, right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It makes aggregations for you. Like, yeah. uh, are we going to be complaining about this because it's, it, you know, they took our jobs kind of a moment. I, I hope not. A little South Park <laughs> reference for you. No, I, this is a, yet another one of those opportunities, in my opinion, where to take a long run thing that you know you had, used to have to have a lot of effort and a lot of crafting to be able to do and to get at least 80% better re with automatically and there's still going to be i'm sure work that has to go into making it better than that to take it to that that final level if you are really granular with it but this will work for you know hopefully eight, more than 80% of the population out of the box. Yeah, absolutely. I mean if you look at it it's a lot like that synapse feature 
that will mater- automatically materialize views that are commonly used. I think it, it's, 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 a, it's in that same camp. It's not the same thing, to be, to be 100% clear. It's not at all the same thing. Yeah. But it provides that same sort of capability where you don't have to proactively go and build all this stuff. You can just take advantage of smarts behind the scenes and let it make things get faster. And that's really yeah. what Power BI is all about, right? Making this stuff more approachable. I love yeah. it. So the last thing here in the premium section is Power BI data flows in deployment pipelines. Oh, and by the way, the aggregations component, November for GA. Yeah, so no, there's no, no preview, just straight to GA. We're so confident of our ability here. We're just going <laughs> to go straight to testing. We do not need to test this thing. It's just good. No, yeah. I, no, I'm, I'm, I've, I've seen some of this. Good. Excellent. I'd love to yeah. see it. So the Power BI data flows and deployment pipelines, we've actually talked about this yep. on a previous show. I just alluded to it a few minutes ago yet again. This has, is in public preview today, came out in June, and will be generally available in December. I'll be interested to see all the different things because this is one of those things that uh, when we go back to it, the multiple contributors to data flows is due to hit preview in November. And I think this is going to rely upon that for a GA feature. So that's, right. that's interesting because this is a month later that it goes GA. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's interesting. That's an interesting timeline, but very excited to see this, to get this and to, to get rolling with it. Very cool. Very cool. And that's it. Uh, that's it for the premium in this uh, preview, I suppose, of, of what's coming in the next semester. So uh, let's, let's, let's hop over to Pro. Yeah. So the first one is one that I get asked about. All uh-huh. the time. Well, if you 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 are work at a company that lives in Excel, so yeah. of course you do. So export to Excel improvements for table and matrix visuals. So if you've ever tried to export data from a table or matrix visual in Power BI, you probably have been disappointed. Oh, you, know, you can spend all that time laying out the visual exactly the way you want it. And you export to Excel, you expect it to come through exactly the way you laid it out, and it doesn't. Yep. Well, this is suggesting that it will. I (laughs) just had a call on, I'll say it was Tuesday, where we were having a conversation like, yeah, our customer's coming over from a a competing competing product and they want to just be able to export. It's like, well, today you could just go out to create a craft a paginated report and do the export functionality that way. And you can actually now with the paginated report visual, lay it out in the PBIX file so they could see the preview of it, click a button, off to the races you go. This looks like it's going to make it so we don't have to go through those hoops in order to have to craft a paginated report, which means this takes away the requirement to have premium to be able to do that export functionality. Yes, yes. You're still going to have you limited to the number of rows you can get, but yes. Yes, if, but if it's the f- formatting will get better. Yep. And that's yep. uh, what a lot of people care about. And you know, th- this gives you a stair-step capability to get to exactly what you're talking about, John. Right now, it's you have to jump straight to premium. You have to go straight to paginated yep. in order to get it the way you want it. This will give you that capability you know, to get there. And you know what I'd love to see? is a, this is going to sound a little bit funny, but a capability that says, take a table or matrix visual and add it to a paginated report. Okay. Wouldn't that be an interesting thing where, you know, if we could say I've defined my table matrix already, translate that, take that, and let's put that into paginated. I see no reason why that couldn't be done. Just you, you know, know the DAX and behind the scenes, you know the data source you're connecting to. Why not? Come on, now, Chris, let's get it done. To, to be <laughs> to be one hundred percent transparent, we have not talked with 
No, Anybody no. at Microsoft about this? <laughs> the this first time just, I've heard it. Yeah, yeah, this is just me saying, hey, this would be really cool. It would be. It would be. Because I, yeah, I think with this feature, you're going to hit that limitation and you're going to need to be able to up level an export capability mm-hmm. and to give the end user that, hey, just click here. Did you hit the limit? Click here to add this to a paginated report. Boop, here you go. And mm-hmm. you, you've got it. That would be really, really cool. Now, paginated, you know, the, the report builder is still a, let's call it, it's a John aged tool. Is oh, that fair? thanks. Thank you. Yes, it is. Fair. <laughs> it's fair. It's not nice, but it's fair. <laughs> it's a bit, you know, gray and, yeah, uh, but, but still very viable, very vibrant. I think that's a. I can see doing something like that to maybe a, a paginated report using some kind of a web designer. Ooh. That's, yeah, that's sort of where I'm thinking. Be cool. I can't see it going into the existing, but, you know, if it was add this to a, you know, to a visual yeah. that is web based. That would be, uh, be cool. creating a, a paginated report in the web. Everything seems to be going that direction, so I'm hopeful. Yep. Anyway, next up, Power BI dataset hub enhancements. This is kind of an omnibus category because it's a bunch of features coming. I mean, we we saw the dataset hub be introduced uh, earlier this year, yep. or end of last year. Basically, it's a pivot point around the data as opposed to around the report, which is kind of how it always was. It's great, and we've seen features being added to it pretty much on a monthly basis. And we're outlining some more features that are being added to it. That's really, um, in a nutshell, that's what we're talking about. Things like the ability to discover curated data sets that were set by the owners is discoverable, request access to view that data or build reports on it, view the data set schema. You can already do a quickly create a report on on top of it, but uh, you can just pick a table to create a report on, view the refresh history, et cetera, et cetera. A bunch of other features that are just coming into the hub and they should be there. So that's good. Yeah, I do like the the second to last bullet here under uh, under what they're looking to do, which is share a data set with a link or a chat and Teams to provide easy access and collaboration. That suggests that by sharing it, you're granting access to it. It does. By sharing yes. it in Teams. Yeah. That yeah. will be huge. Yeah. That's something that we we see with, you know, something I like when I go to share a document that's shared in SharePoint or OneDrive yes. by Outlook today. It's like, hey, these people don't have access. Do you want to grant them access to this document? Well, yep. Yes, I do. Thank you for making my life easier. That's right. That's exactly right. That's usability-based functions. I, it's, I can't say enough good things about that. And again, that's what Power BI is supposed to be all about. So I'm glad to see it. So the next one we're going to say quickly, Quick Create on Microsoft Dataverse or Quick Create on Microsoft Dataverse. Since I said I was going to say it quickly, this looks like it's going to be very similar to the SharePoint functionality that just dropped. Can you say identical from the looks of it? I mean, it's exactly the same thing. So, except instead of using a SharePoint list, now you're using a a Dataverse table. And that's good. This is great. This is another step on that journey to being able to create reports right within the browser and not needing desktop and to enable really casual report builders to be able to do something that's a little more complex than just pulling from Excel. So next one here that's, is that's why just 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 to throw it out there, October twenty twenty one is when we yeah. should see. We, we haven't been preview. saying the dates quite as well. Folks, yeah, if you want to see the date, yeah uh, go, go look at it. Go, just, go look at the blog post that we're gonna yeah. put out there. We have them all listed yeah. and you can go read this entire thing. We encourage you to go you take can do a what look. we're doing. Yeah, and go make your own hypothesis and then tweet back at us and tell us how wrong you think we are about something. And feel free to blast John over anything he said. (laughs) 
So the next one here is artifact level access for Power BI apps. Yeah, this is pretty cool. I got to assume this is going to accrue to template apps as well, which really matters to me. But right now, when you publish an app, which essentially is a series of artifacts from a workspace into an app, you grant access to it. And it's, you're using a different security model than that source workspace. All Great, right? We've got that separated. But it's an all-or-nothing proposition today. What we're going to get with this feature, and it's coming to public preview in December 2021, is the ability to say, these items, these three reports, and this dashboard will apply to this security model. And these other four reports, and they may be inclusive of each other, are going to have this other security model. So you're going to be able to assign different artifacts within an app to different people. And so it's a more granular security model for apps than we have today. Yeah, I like that. And hopefully it makes it, uh, you know, more accessible from a corporate perspective using apps as we go forward. That's something I'd like to start doing more of. We haven't in my world, but I'd really like to. Good. Yep. Next one's a visual improvement. Sparklines for table and metric matrix visuals, which is a woohoo. We've had this in reporting services since the early 2000s. <laughs> you sounded kind of sarcastic with your woohoo there, John. Were you meaning to be like Oh no, 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 more the woohoo with that. The, the woohoo is is really a woohoo. I'm quite happy about it. I I wish we'd have had it for quite some time already, but we didn't, and I'm happy that it's here. That's really what I'm saying. But it is something that's it's almost it's not quite table stakes because Power BI has been doing fine without it, but now it's going to get it. So we're going to be able to have these little mini charts in line in a table, which is a it's a lovely little feature. It's really, I don't know what else to say about it than that, but yeah. This is something I've heard from our SharePoint friends, like, how come we can't do this? We can do it in SharePoint list, but we can't do this over in Power BI. It's like, we do cooler stuff in Power BI than just (laughs) one little spark line you know, column, spark column in a table or matrix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So So, anyway, I personally, I'm not a huge, I've never ever created a spark line in Excel and anything oh, else. I I've, have. It's, yeah. yeah, I've leveraged it before where somebody else had created it because they really wanted it. But I, yeah, yeah, eh, yeah. It's, it's good. It's more, more stuff. It's great because people want it. And it's, yep. you know, it's, it's one of those things that was, if I'm not mistaken, at one point, a user voice item now, just an ideas.powerbi.com item that people have been asking for. So, hey, yep. giving the people what they want. I think it's great. Yep. And for a single visual to make, this release plan has to be something people have been asking about. So, Yep. And speaking of things that uh, used to be there and never were and now are coming back, we got Power BI integration with, with PowerPoint. I mean, way back in the day, in the really early dark days of Power BI, before it was the new Power BI, you could take a visual and put it in a PowerPoint presentation and it would be live. Yes, that was, that it was, was PowerView. It was PowerView, that's right. It was when it was based on Silverlight. Yes, this was something that I loved because I when I was working at a defense contractor at the time and I was on the company network, so I was able to do this. That, that was the big bugaboo with it was you had to be connected to your data and you had to be on your own network and it was only you know, accessible through PowerPivot for SharePoint and it was PowerView. 
Well, you know, this has been something that for, what, seven years we haven't had. That's right. Well, in January, we're going to have it again. It'll be really nice to be able to... In preview. The statement that was made at Ignite, what, two, three years ago was, you know, PowerPoint for data, right? So now we're we're going to take our data data and put it in PowerPoint. That's (laughs) That's right. You know? (laughs) Yeah, exactly right. Pretty nice way of, uh, of integrating the two. I mean, today you can grab a screenshot, basically, and stick it in PowerPoint. Great, but that doesn't work when you're... When you're, when you're doing the presentation, you want to click on things to see how they, they, this, this is going to be good. Yeah, that's not. That's that not a sucks. thing. That that's sucks. Right. Don't that's do right. that. Like, Agreed. Be- Agreed. Better to have a link. You click it, takes you out to power. It's app. Power Go full I screen. And show the data. This will be nice to merge the worlds. Yes, anyway, as well. Next one's interesting too. We saw that. I think we first saw this uh, at Embass. It's slated for public preview in February, so it's still a ways out. But this is natural language to DAX generation. I may be confused because this is not the same as what are we calling it now? Power I mean, effects. It, this power is effects. not power effects, which so, is but, the new language that got announced at Embass. Well, it's for the old language. Power but, platform. Yeah. yeah. But not Power BI. And with the ability to essentially code by speaking, it, it'll interpret what you're trying, not, not necessarily speaking, but it's not necessarily voice, but natural language. So you'd type in, I'd like to do da da da, et cetera, and it'll figure out, you know, in that case, the code. Well, this is kind of the same idea, but it's for DAX. So for the analysis, uh, language. It's not the same language, but it's a similar feature is how I'd basically describe it. So John, you know, what we have today is Q&A, right? This is a similar type of a concept concept. With that, we're saying natural language to a straight visual. Right? Yeah, that's correct. With this, yeah. natural language to a an expression which is going to give us a calculated column, or calculated yeah. like being able to create I, the calculation behind the scenes that can then be leveraged for a visual. Year over year total for sales, something like that. Yeah, you'll yeah. be able to speak that and it will generate the DAX for you. Which, by the way, whenever you see stuff like that, it's one thing to think of it from an operational standpoint, would I use it? But it's a great training tool. Yes. Right? To show you the DAX that you intended and then you can in there and build your own. So that's that's kind of cool. I think it's a great training tool. I agree with you. I don't think that it's something that the advanced user will ever touch. No, but the intro user will, you know, and that's good. That's good. Yeah. It, again, it, it's lessening that learning curve. It's 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 not as steep a, a learning curve as uh, as it was before. So it's all good. Yeah. The next one up here is improved Power BI administration and operations. Good. All right. <laughs> Things that are coming, you know, the admin side of Power BI always tends to lag behind because who cares about administrators anyway, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> as long as you can throw I'm a I'm just going to say, let's move it right along. I will be happy when I see something work. Yeah. You know, they're continuing to advance the story, but yeah. it's never fast enough for administrators. And being, being one, I'll say it's never fast enough because the end user gets all this great stuff. The administrator's like, uh, moldy yeah. bread. Thank you. Yeah, I'll oh, take good. It. Yeah. Now, now my page is twenty-five pages long to find the option I need to to change. Yeah. But yeah, it's good. So it looks like it's going to get reorganized. There's a bunch of good stuff here. I'm not going to uh, run through every single one. One does jump out at me though. Allow delegation of administration tasks by enabling some tenant settings to work at the workspace level. That's huge. That would um, be nice. A lot of stuff is all or nothing. You know, you set it for the tenant, and that's the way it is. So, and there are a lot of features I'd like to see one way on one workspace and a different way on the other workspace. And that's going to give you the ability to do that. Yes. Granular administration is definitely an important feature that we need to to see. And that feels like what that's heading towards. The next one here is something new that I'm 
hopeful for. I haven't seen it work at Microsoft in any other product. Mm -hmm. So I'm hopeful that, that Power BI is able to, to do it. Release notification in Power BI for administrators. So this suggests that before the service drop comes and before the desktop drop comes, that there's a release note to yeah. the Power BI admins. Hey, we're turning on this. We're, we will be doing this. Now, the Microsoft 365 Admin Center gets filled with stuff. Yeah. Daniel Glenn and uh, who is it that does the show where they do the, the Admin Center show? Oh, okay. Right? I, I forget who, who his. I'm not sure who it is. So, sorry. Is. But they have a whole weekly podcast, like live show on YouTube, where they help people digest what's in the admin center. God, and it must like, be an hour and a half, two hours long every show. <laughs> it gets that way. But, you know, this sounds like it's going to give us in advance, and it specifically says, be notified days in advance of the Power BI release so they can yeah. better communicate, plan communication with their internal users. That would be really, really nice. So, I, yeah, but I've got questions about it, right? I mean, it does It does sound good. I'd, I'd love to see that. But what does Power BI release mean? Release of the desktop, release of the gateway, release of the service, release. What does it, what constitutes a Power BI release? It's not clear here. And what does notified mean? Send you a notification, put something in a place for you to go and see yourself. Would love to know a little bit more about that. But in any event, it's it's uh, it's it's not a rush because the public preview isn't going to be available till March 2022. Yeah, yeah, that's just the way it works. Yep. And you know, that's good. That's fine. It's coming. Yep. So I do want to know more about it, though. I agree. I'd like to know more, but. We'll see what we actually get to find out, you know? Yep. So, and by the way, it was Daryl Webster and Daniel Glass. It's Daryl. So it's Daryl. Sorry, okay. Daryl. I didn't know that I was the same show. Good, yeah, good, the, good, the, good. The Microsoft 365 Message Center show. It's actually a really good show. They cool. do go into good detail, but man, it just takes a lot to stay up on all that stuff yep. because there's so many things flying all the time. Now, granted, that's a lot bigger brush that they have to paint with. Yeah. It's covers. Yeah everything in Microsoft 365. But yeah. last and finally, enhanced insights on report usage and performance. Yep. This is the sort of thing you're seeing throughout, you know, all the products. You're certainly seeing over on Microsoft 365. And it's the ability, it's right now you can see what's going on with your reports to some level. They're improving it. They're bringing in a little bit longer uh, time frame that you're going to be able to uh, query your reports at. You're going to be able to get down to the, the page level with, with your metrics instead of just the report level. So who's viewing what page of the report, not just uh, who's viewing the entire report. Essentially, it's just bigger, better, faster. It's all, of course, based on Power BI, but uh, it's going to be uh, an improved experience in the admin center for report usage and performance. Yeah. Well, John, I do want to mention before we wrap this that we only cover off the Power BI section yeah. of this. There, in addition, and we're not going into any of the details underlying here, in addition to the Power BI stuff that's here, Power Apps, Power Apps Portals, Power Automate, Power Virtual Agent, Microsoft Dataverse, AI Builder, a section on governance administration, an ISV's experience, data integration, as well as an entire Dynamics 365 2021 release wave two plan. Yep. It's all out there, all brand new as of the 14th. If you're doing stuff in these additional spaces, you should be going out and taking a look at this. But listen to a different podcast about these things because we've this this took us forty five minutes to get through. We're not going to go through all that stuff, folks. That's right. And, you know, so definitely check it out. One thing to call out as well, just that you bring it up in the data integration section, you'll find Power Query Online. 
So it's being separated out into its own thing. We've, you know, we've been talking about that for the last few shows a little bit. So that's specifically covering off Power Query online features, but that's where you're going to find those. So keep an eye in there. There are only a couple of things that are listed there. So let's talk about them for just one second. And we're just going to mention it. Support for multi-value parameters is one here. Mm -hmm. That's a public preview in March of 2022, Mm -hmm. right? And both of these are March of 2022. So this is giving them lots of runway. Yep. Visual data prep with multiple outputs for transforms. That's seriously cool. Online. That's yes. going to be really, really cool. But again, March of 2022, they're putting that marker way the heck out there. So, but you know, you should go out and take a look. There's also the Microsoft Power Platform data flows under data integration, lots of other stuff to digest in here. But we're just the Power BI folks. So we're not yep. going to try and cover anything more than that. We'll let somebody else eat their own cheese. Go find a show that uh, I covered <laughs> off that stuff for you. But uh, with that, John, I think it's time for us to wrap. We've gone long in the tooth, even though, as we said at the beginning, didn't feel like there was very much here. No, there's, there's a decent amount here to, to be interested in. And the cool thing is that we know there's got to be more hidden back behind the scenes. Yep. Like Mr. Finland alluded to about paginated reports, we can hope that there's more about other things, like what Amanda showed it and bass because i want those bookmarks i want those new data bound shape i want the, the shapes and everything all that stuff you mentioned that yeah i'm excited <laughs> for so cool but with that buddy have a great weekend and i'll talk to you soon you know what see you then bye bye thanks for listening to the bifocal podcast be sure to subscribe to us on soundcloud itunes or via your favorite podcast app you can follow us on twitter at bifocal show The show notes for this and all of the Bifocal podcasts can be found on the Bifocal.show blog. The music for the Bifocal podcast is Indie Rock by Scott Holmes and is shared under Creative Commons. 